Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. There's good news out of Israel. Even if you are not vaccinated, you can now travel to Israel again. We interviewed Dr. Anthony Harper from the White House and his interview with Michelle Bachman about Israel. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. Let's get right to the news. There is good news out of Israel. After nearly a two-year ban on tourists because of the COVID problem, Israel is now ending their ban on tourism, especially unvaccinated tourists can now, after one March, get into the country on a regular visa or passport. Israel National News reports, Israel will drop its limits on entry to foreign nationals starting on March 1st, ending two years of strict restrictions on the entry of all tourists. This decision after a meeting by Prime Minister Naftali Bennett with his health minister, Nitzan Horowitz, and tourism minister Yoel Razvoznov from the Yeshatid party, uh, met Sunday to discuss the possibility of ending most restrictions on entry to foreign tourists into Israel. At the conclusion of the meeting, the ministers agreed to permit both vaccinated and even unvaccinated nationals of all ages to enter the country on tourist visas on one condition, that you've got to test negative on two of the PCR nose, nose swab tests, one before you get on your flight to Israel and the other after you arrive in Israel. Prime Minister Bennett said the following, quote, we are seeing a steady decline in the morbidity data, therefore, this is the time to gradually open what we were the first in the world to close. Our indicators must be in sync with the situation on the ground. What we are telling the public is must be in sync with what is expected of it. In order to maintain the public's trust and be certain that the citizens of Israel are implementing the directives and government decision, we must open up as the situation improves and is improving significantly. At the moment, the situation in Israel is good. This is the result of correct and dynamic management. Therefore, we are now opening up. At the same time, we will continue to closely monitor the situation and in the event of the new variant, we will act again quickly." End quote. During the Sunday meeting, these ministers also decided to drop any requirement for tourists traveling abroad to take a rapid antigen test before boarding, although they still have a requirement on returning Israeli travelers to take a PCR test and that will remain in force. These changes go into effect on one March. So that's the news. Our thanks to Israel National News for that report. Uh, the Bible says this in Psalm 125, as the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people from this time forth forever and ever. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we ask your blessing on Israel. As the mountains surround Jerusalem, so you surround your people there 
God, we ask your blessing on them and great health and, and welcome to the new tourists can, that can return. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a short break and we have Dr. Anthony Harper from the White House. Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. If you've watched our program, you know that we stand with Israel as God's chosen people. We need you to sign a petition today. Why? Because did you know that even as Iran is now developing 800 mile range cruise missiles, could be nuclear tip very soon, that our U.S. Congress has now three brand new freshman congresswomen, we call them the three anti-Semitic musketeers, Ocasio-Cortez and two Muslims, Talib and Omar. And they are influencing Nancy Pelosi to have the most anti-Semitic Congress in years. We need to stand with our friends in Israel and that's why we're asking you to sign a petition. Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Don't divide Jerusalem, stand with Israel and stand up to the United Nations. We will fax it to the Congress, but you need to sign today. Take a stand, visit PrayInJesusName.org and sign our petition today. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined live from the White House with Dr. Anthony Harper. And Anthony, welcome back to Washington. I just saw you in Florida. You and I attended the CPAC convention and President Trump gave a rousing speech to the crowd. How was your experience at uh, the Conservative Political Action Conference? I had a great experience there, meeting with the chairman, Matt Schropp, and his wife, Mercedes. And uh, it, it was a very blessed time connecting with a lot of people as very, very important interviews, the connections, and uh, the concern that Michelle Bachman uh, had regarding the peace plan of President Trump and her warning, of course, I shared that with Matt and Mercedes Schlopp, uh, as well as many others, and hopefully they will pay attention to what she said in her warning. We're gonna talk about that uh, in a couple of minutes because we wanna set up the interview you had with Michelle Bachman. But first I wanna talk about what's in the news today. Uh, Ukraine is fighting back and we've all seen now on social media, heroic stories, heroic accounts of perhaps uh, uh, one of the Air Force fighter aces from the Ukrainian Air Force has shot down in a single day six Russian MiGs or prototypes of that. Uh, he's an ace. Uh, we've also seen uh, the mayor of Kiev. I'm told to pronounce it Kiev because that's how the Ukrainians pronounce it, not Kiev because that's how the Russians pronounce it. But uh, the mayor is there with his AK-47 and he's wearing camo and he's, he's ready to fight back. And even Miss Ukraine who competed in the Miss Universe pageant uh, she she would, took off, I guess, exchanged her bikini for a, a camo AK-47. She's got her, her machine gun ready to fight back the Russians. But so far, the casualties have been under a thousand. We're, we're surprised that as much of a war as this has been touted to be, it's not an all out slaughter. The Russians have been slowed and they're coming to the peace talks. Now, Putin and Zelensky, the Ukrainian president are going to have peace talks? What have you heard? Yeah, what, what I've heard is more likely a concern about uh, Putin acting like a caged animal. Uh, that's a concern from another media person that I had met with. And, and I see that behavior. It is crazy behavior, but 
I'm more concerned about the lack of leadership in the White House, how this has added to cause this problem. President Trump recently said this wouldn't have happened on my watch. Of course, we had the Afghanistan major debacle because of poor leadership, very weak uh, leadership. But now we have this Ukraine problem and a great impact on Israel with half of their grain supply coming from Ukraine. And there are a lot of Holocaust survivors in Ukraine. And what this administration is not only going to do to protect the people of Ukraine, but the, the minority of the Jewish population as well. You're right, that was one of the talking points in President Trump's speech at CPAC, is that he's the only president in the 21st century that Russia didn't invade Ukraine on his watch. So during the George W. Bush administration, Russia invaded Ukraine. During the Obama administration, Russia invaded Ukraine. During the Biden administration, Russia invaded Ukraine. But when Trump was president, Russia did not invade Ukraine. So. Do you think they were afraid right. of him? Or, or do you think now we have just lost credibility with Biden being in charge, he appears like a weak president who will not respond with force? Oh, of course we lost credibility with that weak leadership in the White House, this has happened. President Trump was acting a lot more presidential. He was better in communicating. And uh, no, there is no perfect president, but President Trump clearly showed more leadership and we had a lot better, not only internationally, but domestically, we didn't have such expensive gas. We were energy independent. So there's been so many major blunders by this White House. And Trump was the first president to provide what they call javelin missiles to the Ukrainian people. Uh, and now the President Zelensky has basically uh, unlocked all of the ammunition so all of the Ukrainians can be armed if they want to be to fight back against this invasion. Um, and yet Russia seems to be escalating. Russia is now putting their nuclear forces on high alert. I'm a former nuclear missile officer. I, I'm imagining they went from like something like DEFCON 5 up to DEFCON 3. We're not yet at DEFCON war, which is where we are at thermonuclear exchange against America or against Russia. Uh, hopefully we never get to that. Do you think American forces should escalate in kind? Should President Biden or is he afraid maybe to uh, escalate our forces from DEFCON 5 up to DEFCON 3 for preparedness? Oh, very likely he could be afraid, but the big issue is about incompetency. Uh, leadership of the White House, incompetent, a very strange behavior. I have a doctorate degree in psychology. I see a lot of strange behavior and a lot of narcissism. So uh, total uh, incompetency, not mentally qualified to be in this position, neither is Kamala Harris. Well, I think you're onto something there. Uh, Putin is also, I'm told this morning by my assistant producer, says that uh, th Putin is testing now or has, has deployed not thermonuclear weapons, but what they call barometric weapons or thermobaric weapons, which are uh, very advanced and, and they suck the oxygen out of the room. Uh, here, here's a quote, uh, those munitions that by design produce more heat and overpressure than conventional explosives by exploding vapor in a blast that sucks all the oxygen out of the space in which they're fired. Basically it kills a lot of people without destroying necessarily all of the uh, uh, the buildings or, or the 
equipment, so, which would be then collected later on by the Russians if they deploy these kind of weapons. Is there a serious yeah. uh, concern of escalation? Is anybody at the White House worried that Russia is going to attack Europe or, or going to attack America? Uh, I do I do sense that. Uh, I've heard a few comments about the escalation. Other reporters here wondering if, if Russian President Putin is gonna uh, escalate this all the way to nuclear war. His, his actually outrageous actions, his paranoia on this matter has uh, got a lot of people here at the White House concerned. Uh, we did, because of what we saw in Afghanistan, the very crisis, and this, this strange situation, very troubling situation, could get a lot worse. Uh, unless uh, people close to Russian President Putin ask him to leave to step down on, on this matter, but his, his behavior, his paranoid behavior, and, and his acting like a caged animal is very troubling. And we are told now that President Biden is not even in Washington, D.C. He's either vacationing or hiding in Delaware, uh, of course, his place of residence. And uh, I, I wonder if he's concerned about the safety of Washington, D.C., should Russia choose to escalate in any kind of nuclear uh, contest. Anthony, we're out of time, but go ahead and set up this interview you did with Michelle Bachman. We're gonna show that after this break. Oh yes, I want to say that President Biden is back here at the White House. He returned from Delaware, so important meetings uh, regarding the Ukraine issue. But this upcoming video with Michelle Bachman entails her warning to President Trump. Her and uh, White House correspondent Bill Koenig have serious concerns about this peace plan, Jared Kushner, dividing Israel. So this video is about her warning and uh, about that peace plan and implications for the United States and some certain scriptures that were talked about and uh, very serious issues that need to be dealt with and people need to pay attention to this warning that she shared. All right, please support Dr. Anthony Harper through his website, imcnews.org. When we come back, Michelle Bachman with Anthony Harper about Israel and a prophetic biblical warning to President Trump after this. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, CEO of MyPillow. Retailers, shopping channels, and now even banks have tried to cancel myself and MyPillow. During these times, your support has meant everything to us. My employees and I want to personally thank each and every one of you by passing the savings directly onto you. For example, you can get my Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $39.99 a set. That's a savings of 60% and the lowest price in history. And remember, they're made with the world's best cotton, grown where the Sahara Desert, the Mediterranean Sea, and the Nile River all meet. They come with my 10-year warranty, and I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to get my Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $39.99, the lowest price in history. If you do it right now, I'm also gonna include a free gift with your purchase. Thank you and God bless. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my brand new product, My Slippers. What makes my slippers different from those other slippers is my exclusive four-layer design. The first layer is my pillow's patented foam, which will help prevent fatigue and offer you incredible support. My second layer is a memory foam that will give you amazing comfort. And layer three 
is my patented impact gel that'll help reduce stress on your feet. And layer four is a durable outdoor indoor sole so you can wear my slippers anywhere, anytime. Go online or call right now to order your very own pair of the new My Slippers. Use the promo code on your screen and save an incredible 40% off your My Slippers order. You can enjoy My Slippers anytime, anywhere. What I love most about My Slippers is that I can wear them all day long and not have to change shoes. I personally guarantee the first time you put them on, they'll be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Israel and the Jewish people have the right to their land, to their homeland. Well, with that, with that in mind, it's been very troubling at the White House pushing for a Palestinian consulate in Jerusalem, and, uh, and Biden is pushing for dividing Israel with a Palestinian state. And I was even alarmed that President Trump and Jared Kushner had a map, a peace plan map, that showed a Palestinian state in the heartland of Israel. Were you aware of that map? Yes, I was, and I was very troubled too about that. Uh, there was an there were there was talk that there would be a peace plan. It was called um, uh, Peace to Prosperity Plan that mm -hmm. was revealed. That was January twenty eighth, twenty twenty, when the plan was revealed. And um, I tried to meet with as many as I could in the White House to let them know the one thing the administration can't get wrong is Israel. And the one thing they can't do is divide the land. If you look at Joel chapter 3, it's very clear. Mm -hmm. There's only one criterion by which all, well, what it says is that in the last days, uh, the Lord will bring all nations of the earth to the valley of Jehoshaphat. And there he will judge the nations. This is an event that is going to happen. And uh, there's only one criterion by which God judges the nations, and it's this, how did the nations treat Zion? And there's three criteria that, that ask, did the nations do any of these against Israel and the Jewish people? Number one, um, did, was the nation responsible for scattering the Jewish people from their land? Only God can do that, not nations. Number two, did any nation seek to divide the land of Israel from its people? Number three, did any nation seek to cheapen the Jewish way of life? Those are all elements that God judges nations upon in the mm -hmm. valley of decision. So it's very clear where nations are supposed to be. We're, we're to bless Israel, not to curse Israel. Because if we bless Israel, our nation is blessed. If we curse Israel, our nation is cursed. That has stood for all time. So this was very concerning to me when I heard that a Middle East peace plan was coming out because we know that until Messiah comes again to, to take us home mm -hmm. with him, when he comes, he's, he came first on this earth to live a perfect sinless life and to sacrifice his life for all of ours. He traded his life for ours. He completed all of that work and he's sitting today at the right hand of the Father in heaven. That's what the Bible teaches. But the Bible also teaches he will come back again to, to retrieve us, to take mm -hmm. us with him. I can't wait for that day. Um, and so we're to occupy until he comes, but we're to also make sure that we are salt and light on this earth. And part of that is to recognize the place of the Jewish people and of Israel. And we are to, again to honor. So it was, it was, devastating for me. I was invited to be in the White House on that day, on January 28th, when the peace plan, peace to prosperity plan was revealed. 
And in that plan was a map, and it envisioned that if everything went perfect, if the um, Arabs cooperated, if the Palestinians cooperated, if everything went perfect, mm -hmm. there would be a Palestinian state primarily making up the biblical lands of Judea, Samaria. And it also envisioned that Jerusalem would be divided and that the eastern portion would be a capital for Palestine. This is in mm -hmm. complete contravention of what the Bible says that the land is not to be divided. And we also know that there is judgment, according to Joel 3, and in the book of Zechariah, which says that people are not to burden themselves with Jerusalem. In other words, they're not to divide Jerusalem. So if any person or nation tries to divide Jerusalem, that nation, scripture says, will be cut upon the rock. This is what mm -hmm. I want to tell you. The very next day, this happened on January 28th, 2020, the very next day, January 29th, 2020, um, that is the day that the U.S. Coronavirus Task Force was created with Anthony Fauci put in charge of it. Our nation had its best day ever on January 28th, 2020. Donald Trump had blessed Israel in every way. He, he was the best president we America ever had on Israel. Harry Truman recognized the existence of Israel. Donald Trump not only recognized Jerusalem as Israel's capital and put our embassy in Jerusalem, never done before mm -hmm. by any president. He, he went through one accomplishment after other. No other president ever blessed Israel the way he did. I believe that's why the United States was the most blessed we had ever been as a people the highest stock market records, the highest wealth in our nation, the highest number of people working in our nation, discoveries. It was incredible. We couldn't get out of our own success. We were doing so well. Uh, President Trump was cruising to his reelection. President Net or Prime Minister Netanyahu was cruising to his reelection. Then both President Trump and Prime Minister Netanyahu both got on board behind Jared Kushner's plan the Peace to Prosperity Plan. When that happened, the, that week began the problems for uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu when the police came with charges against him. And he was never able to win re-election. He was the longest serving pre Prime Minister mm -hmm. in Israel's history. And his demise began that week after he got behind the plan. The same happened with Donald Trump. His demise happened immediately. And our nation has suffered irrevocably because of the government's handling and mishandling of this COVID response. We have suffered like we have mm -hmm. never seen suffering. We went from the highest we had ever been as a nation and Israel to seeing our economy and our freedoms and our liberties crater in these last two years. It is my personal belief that had the president and Benjamin Netanyahu at, at the urging of Jared Kushner not be gotten behind a plan that meant intentionally to divide the Jewish mm -hmm. land I believe that both Israel and the United States would still be prospering, that both men would still be serving their countries. And uh, the scripture teaches us that God is no respecter of per persons. Mm -hmm. He is not mm -hmm. partial. What he does for one, he does for all. And even a president who's been the most successful and the most pro-Israel, he was not exempt 
from what the Bible says, which is you cannot divide the land. Mm -hmm. And so I, I believe personally that uh, we as a country, the president and Prime Minister Netanyahu also all had to deal, we've all had to deal with the judgment that has come upon our land because our two nations sought to divide the land and ultimately give the land to the Palestinian people. And it isn't that it's Palestinians that they were giving it to. If they sought to divide the land and give it to Norwegians, that would have been just as um, deserving of judgment. It didn't matter who the people group were because the Bible's mm -hmm. clear. This very specific land identified in the Bible is given to a very specific people, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and their descendants for a very specific period of time, forever. Mm -hmm. And so if you have this covenant violated, there will be judgment. And unfortunately, I believe we continue to remain in that judgment. Well, for those that haven't uh, read Joel, uh, what uh, Michelle Bachman's talking about, it's, it's Joel 3, 2, that, that verse about God's judgment. And, of course, uh, Genesis 12, 3, that mm -hmm. talks about the, the blessings, blessings and the for those that bless or curse for those yeah. curse. And, and, and you're right, I've seen, a, uh, I've seen what's been happening in our country because of that peace plan. The, the COVID issue uh, happens. Uh, both uh, President Trump and uh, the Prime Minister Netanyahu have lost their position over this, I've talked with Orthodox rabbis in, in Jerusalem that are convinced that that's, that's when everything went downhill is promoting this oh, division of Israel. There's no question in my mind. Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Hi, I'm Dr. Chaps. You know, I've been spending time in prayer and the Word, and for years I've been teaching about the baptism in the Holy Spirit how you can experience the power of God in your life for your own personal or prophetic ministry, just like they experienced in Acts chapter two in the Bible, when the apostles were all gathered in the upper room and the power of God descended upon them and they began to speak with other tongues. You know now up to 800 million Christians worldwide have experienced the power of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. It's for today, it's for you. And you can have this, or at least the teaching about it, when you visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Click on the online bookstore at the top, and you can get this new product for a suggested donation of $30. We'll mail it to you right away. Or you can call us at 866-Obey-God. Operators are standing by to pray with you or to order this powerful teaching series. Every mention in the New Testament of the baptism in the Holy Spirit. We talk about the powered gifts of the Holy Spirit. We talk about church history of speaking in tongues and great interviews with Lana Heitley and Charles Johnson. You need this product. It'll energize you. Call us right now at 866-Obey-God. For a suggested donation of $30, you get this new DVD teaching on the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Call us today at 866-Obey-God. Defending your religious freedom. Here is Dr. Chaps. Thank you for watching today and thank you for supporting us as we support reporters like Dr. Anthony Harper who gave you that interview with Michelle Bachman. Please donate through our website, which is PrayInJesusName.org. Again, PrayInJesusName.org. The Bible says this in Hebrews 13, do not neglect to do good and to share what you have for such sacrifices are pleasing to God. 
You can also donate by telephone at 866-ObeyGod or just call for prayer, it's free. We'll see you next time. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll-free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.